Tiffany Willis. Before, I used to weigh 531 pounds, but after I lost nearly 350 pounds, my life after fat pants got bigger and better. I'm Wendy Willis Baldwin. Together with my sister Tiff, we're sharing true stories of transformation. The Life After Fat Pants podcast is one size fits all sister talk aimed at learning from all of our befores so we can live happily ever after. <laughs> so what's your before and what are you after? Squeeze in some Life After Fat Pants. Time to turn it up for today's true story of transformation. Pants podcast, everybody. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tiffany. And girl, we are coming to you in person from my home studio on the Connecticut River at my new farm. And Tiff, this is the first time we've done a show together in person. It totally is. It's like, it's kind of crazy and strange, but also fun. It's and very fun because we have our wine poured. We have our wine poured. It's happy hour here. It's, it's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, exactly. Hello. And if it's not, oh well. But it's fun because it's like we can see each other like live and in person and like not just through a screen. Yeah. Normally, for those of you who don't know, Tiff lives in Texas, somewhere in Texas. And I was living up until very recently somewhere in the eastern seaboard in Virginia. But anyway, I have now moved twice in the past six months, which explains Two times why, explains why we've been a little distracted uh-huh. and, and a little too... Um, it's been a little, it's been a lot, y'all. It's, it's been, been a lot. It's been a lot. I'm it's still, been a lot. I, I'm slowly been a lot going on. So we're now just trying to make sure that we're all in sync. So we're coming to you. Right. I'm still trying to climb my way out of all the cardboard. It is, it's been quite the process, but there's anyway. a lot of cardboard. There's a lot. Y'all. There's <laughs> so a- we're talking about all kinds of transition. Transition is, I've got a PhD in the subject of transition. I feel like after all yeah. the moving that I've mm-hmm. done, I mean, Girl, I am an expert on this. You do have a knack for it now. Oh my word. I don't know if that's the knack that I would want, but you do have a gift. But again, y'all, we've talked about it before. Wendy has a gift for how she makes a house a home. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's really hard to, because it's like you're in a new place and you have to figure out what of your old stuff is going to fit. And in the place we're in, the house is much smaller than any of our other. Yeah, you have to home edit. Yeah, it's a home edit situation. And and it's like a little bit of a Tetris. It's a game of Tetris, figuring out what's going to fit. I've already had my first garage sale, had to sell a bunch of furniture. That I was a little heartbroken because I wished I had lived closer (laughs) because there were some good chairs that I really wanted. Do I have the room in my house? No, but that's not the point. They were really good chairs. <laughs> but, you know, I like I told you, I'm so happy because it know, ended up being in a nice home. I have but... like I've made like one, two, three. I think I've got like four friends now, but maybe six. I can actually wait till six. you get on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> you can count on the other hand instead of just one hand. That's pretty impressive. Oh my gosh. And and but what's fun is that like the people who came to the garage sale, which lasted a total of three hours on a Sunday morning a few weeks ago. Anyway, I love it. that's th- as long as they should last. Thank you. <laughs> and they were all my new neighbors who are my friends. And it's so fun because all these things that I really didn't want to get rid of and they're perfectly good, but I just absolutely have no room for them in this little New England cottage. So I had to get rid of it. I had to say, nope, bye-bye. You don't fit anymore. And my friends 
whose homes are much bigger and grander and and whatever, they bought these things. And so so now I get to go visit them. I get to go visit my old, you know, cité and my little, I had a little vanity and this really green leather chairs. Yeah. Those were my, my husband, my husband's old green leather chairs. They were great. Yeah. Kind of fun. I mean, I'm all about the upcycle. Yeah. It's always great to have like that kind of repurpose of something in life. And just like the, with the transformations and stuff that we all go through. So it's good that she got to, you know, have that with other people and everything, but oh, I wanted those green chairs. But aren't we all like ultimately being Edited? repurposed and well, upcycled? Yeah. I mean, isn't it true of our, like, yeah, we always are. I mean, we have to make like changes in how we live and our, we have to make adapt- adaptations about things all the time. But yeah. yeah, we definitely do. I mean, and if you don't, it's kind of sad. I'll it's be- like you with your lipstick. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Tiff and mm-hmm. I went to Sephora the other day uh-huh. and we got lost in Sephora, which, by the way, is now part of Kohl's or something. I don't know. There are like yeah. two signs out front. I don't know where I am. It's weird. Anyway, but either way, we but- ended up at the NARS section. Okay. So we're in the NARS section. Tiff has been on this brown lipstick kick for quite some yes, time. I'm going to say all. years and you, you're in this time. brown tone thing. And it's like, we got to bust out of that same thing. Yeah. We're in a brown rut. And so you tried on this great, much more of a deep red color. Mm-hmm. It is so flattering. It's such a pop on your face and I love it. And, yeah. and so Tiff has made the switch and it's a transformation. It's like, sometimes we just have to evolve. We have to we try do. something new. We do. You definitely have to try things new. And that, we've always talked about that on the show. But it's sometimes when we do it ourselves, like for me specifically, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what we're talking about, you know, because it's just, it's sometimes hard to get outside of the box and the red lipstick, I love a good red lipstick and it's very, not as shiny red as uh, like Gwen Stefani always wears, but it's close to that. And I love it. I will put the name on our website so everyone can know what that one is. But it's NARS and I'll get the exact name of the the shade of red. But it's a great red. Look at you, you little influencer. Oh, yes. Uh (laughs) Yes. With my new little blowout hair. But you know what, Tiff? I think it's kind of true. It's like, you know, moving does force you to realize, hey. What do you need? New tricks. Got to do new tricks. There are new things. I'm I'm trying new things. And it's almost like you're reinventing the wheel a little bit. Not Mm -hmm. uh, not the wheel, but just reinventing yourself on certain things that you will and will not use, will and will not wear. Girl, we know that's true here in New Hampshire. Oh my gosh, y'all. I also helped Wendy with her her closet with her husband and oh wow, it was a chore. Yeah. But I got a couple of good things out of it. So hey, I can't complain. (laughs) (laughs) And a couple of my friends did too. So hey, we're all good. You you did help me get organized. I got a cashmere out of it, y'all. I got a cashmere. A pink one. A pink? Yeah. I mean, New New Hampshire's a switch. I mean, this is a total new thing. And people are always asking me, even, I mean, the girl that did my hair the other day was like, so do you think you're going to be here forever? Is this your final stop? Is this where you plan to be forever? People say, is this where you're going to retire? And you know, my answer to that is, first of all, it is lovely here. It is, it is absolutely beautiful. Absolutely I mean, gorgeous. And I I mean, you talk about communing with nature. I mean, and in the wintertime, you just have to have the right gear. But um, it is a four seasons kind of place. And I love that. And I do love something about the drama of that, you know, mm-hmm. where it, it changes so drastically. Yeah. And, and so th- there's something that appeals to me about that. But what I was really going to say is that like my feeling about moving and being here yet again, even though it was a move that let's just say I was somewhat reticent about. Had some I had some reluctant days. Yeah, I was very reluctant. I kind of came kicking and screaming, no lie. But now that I'm here, 
you got to dig in. You got to live like this is the last yeah, place you you're going to. Gonna, make with- uh, I think I really believe like wherever you are, you have to live like, you know, it's your last place you're ever going to be. Right. Otherwise. Make the best memories of it. Why just right. sit in a house? I right. mean, you got to like. No, I, I have friends who are like, oh my gosh, I guess you're going to have to go to Miami for six months, you know, in the off season when, when, you know, old man winters. Here. Yeah. Like snowbirds. And or I'm whatever. thinking, you know, I mean, yes, I will. I, I will be traveling quite a bit next year anyway, but like the thing is I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to try to embrace it. Right. Now I've said it, I've recorded it. It's out <laughs> there in the ether now. We've manifested and, it a little bit. The mindset we'll is We'll see there. if that happens. We'll see how long yeah. my enthusiasm yeah. lasts. But uh, I'll get a call maybe tomorrow, next week or something. I do know. believe in bloom where you are, are planted. planted. Yes. Bloom where you are planted. Our mom used to say that a lot too. And But it's true. You do have to embrace where you are, whether you're 100% happy or you're still on the fence about it. But you do because it's only you who it's going to make the, the happiness. I mean, if, if you just stayed in the boxes and you didn't put anything on these walls or anything, it's not going to it's just not going to be your home. It's just going to be just no. a, a, a four structured house. I am here and I'm going to pretend like I'm going to have a dozen parties a month and right. everyone in the upper Valley is going to be at my house. Cheers and we're to going that. to be having all kinds of family and friends visit us from near and far. And so I'm digging in. Yeah. And I'm, I'm renovating yet another house. <laughs> <laughs> but not so I much. Mean, I mean, it's not like you're having to gut it or anything. no, 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 but it's, it's just it's, minor renovation yeah, stuff, yeah. but it's still, it's a lovely farm. Y'all it is big. It's like super fun. Good times. You could it's have a lot of land. We don't know quite. I, I'm definitely, I didn't know. I never expected to be farmer Wendy. No, didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. And uh, hello growing up with her. I never thought she would be living on a farm like green acres. Never thought that would be happening. I know. Well, and before in Virginia, I had like a faux farm. My, like, it my was like a primmy farm. It was like <laughs> a primmy farm. It was like the, let's see if I like it. It's like, you know how you have the, uh, what was the bra that you, a training bra, a training bra, yeah, a training yeah. bra that you get before <laughs> your real bra, before you go underwire, you know? <laughs> I don't know if but, I ever had a like, training. I think I just went straight into broth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like Virginia was my training farm. And yeah. this is my real full on, what was the, you know, the, the big pointy bras. That- <laughs> I don't know. They were pointy. They, they look like they hurt, you yeah. know. This but is- when you have to have a tractor in a barn, that's a farm, I feel like, you know. That's legit. That's, that's real- legit. And when folks- you don't have mail delivered on your road. <laughs> How do you know you're on a file? I'll give my top 10 how you know you're on a farm. Yes, exactly. I mean, and when speaking of the tractor, y'all, when I got up here, I mean, I will, I'm up for anything. I will go anywhere, do anything. I'll watch anything. I'll do whatever because I think it's a lot of fun to do. But one of the things this past weekend, I was like, I asked her husband and I was like, can you please show me how to drive the tractor? And he did. And okay, two things out of that. One, he had me sit because it's a tractor and like it has a door where it's air conditioning in and has a radio and all that. And so we're in It's it. a fancy tractor. It's a fancy tractor, apparently. But when he's he's in it and he's like reversing to get out of the barn, because I was like, I can't reverse this. I don't want to hurt anything. You know, I would probably take down the barn. He was like, get in and here, sit down next to me. And so I'm smushed up next to her husband in the cab of the tractor and so I had that moment. It was like, oh my God, I can fit in the tractor with her husband of like, okay, this is kind of exciting. I, I feel like this is good vibes and this is going to be a good aura, like a good, 
this is good. Good. This time. is that ranks up there with things you never even thought you would even care about fitting into, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I exactly, exactly. So he shows me, and and her husband's very quick about how he like does it because he he sometimes will be like, everyone should know how to do this, and not in a mean spirited at all. He's just is like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do that, and so I did. And he gets out and like, I'm like all excited. And I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. And so I had to talk to myself and I did. I drove that little bad boy all over the farm or I say all over on a good portion of the farm. And I just had the best time. I even like lifted up the little things to move and the tree trunks and the stuff, forks. the forks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did all of that. It was a good time. I had a good time. Tiff has been on a stretch of trying new things too. Mm-hmm. Among them this week, which has been really fun because we our place is on the Connecticut River. Yes. And so we've been doing some water sports and uh, Tiff doing has, a lot of hiking, which yeah. I love. I love hiking. So Tiff has never in her life, which I didn't even know, and I'm her sister. I didn't know she had never kayaked. No, never, never, never kayak. Never, never put her little tushy on the seat of a kayak and. No. That was a surprise for me. And you were terrified. Well, right. Because it brought back, if you go back to our older episodes to sexual chocolate, I had the moment of like, I'm going to tip over and I'm going to just drown. You're generally, I think it's safe to say you've been historically afraid and you have a little bit of PTSD where water sports are concerned. Very much okay. so. Let's so, just say it. Yes. I yes, mean, yes. and for good reason. That mm-hmm. was a very traumatic event with you exactly. and Dennis Rodman. And mm-hmm. but Tiff, I think it's one of those things where, like, in your mind, you still don't know how much weight you've lost. Like sometimes you're not, you still don't see how far you've come. Oh, I agree because I mean, I can say the number a number. I'm sorry, I can say the number a hundred times, but then, like you just said, it's like I don't think I can equate it to how I really am right now. And so like knowing how or wanting to do the kayak, I mean, that was huge. I wanted to do it because I'm, again, I tell all my clients and patients, like you can do anything, just try. And sometimes the pill is a little harder for me to, to swallow because I, I just, I don't know. I still have sometimes a fear. And I was telling her like, okay, look next to taking gummies or something which are illegal in new hampshire but not in every other place in new england (laughs) things you learn anyway next to doing that i mean doing kayaks or being on a kayak is like the most chill activity you can do unless you were on class five rapids going down the front yeah that that's a whole different level we won't even get into yeah but Mm -hmm. but this kind that you have in new hampshire is just on the connecticut river it's just moseying along communing with nature and and mother earth so Tiff is terrified and I'm kind of laughing because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, girl, you're going to love, love, love this. This is like peacefulness. Yes. And to your credit, you got in, you were like, how do I do it? How do I do it? I was like, you'll figure it out. It's very intuitive. Well, let me start out too. <laughs> like she was like, we're at the bank of this pond and she's like, just sit down and then I'll push you into it and then you can just go. And I'm like, okay, but what if it gets stuck? Like it wedges into the rocks she and thought the it sand would sink. And, and I was going to sink and it was going to be, you know, we're going to have to call the, you know, AAA or whatever to come pull us out of the lake or whatever. And apparently, no, the boat floats y'all. <laughs> the kayak floats. They're made to do that. Yeah, actually. apparently. And she pushed, she and our niece, my niece pushed me out and I swear 
I let out so many bad words and in thrill and excitement. Oh my gosh. It was hilarious. I was dying because I was so happy. Tiff has found her new favorite I sport. I love it. Y'all call me up and I will go kayak. She's ready you. to teach classes. She's ready to be a kayaking guide. She's yes. ready to just like go off and do it, which is hilarious. She, so Harper and I, my daughter and I, yes. we were in a canoe. And not that was a and, hot mess. And what was, was funny is that we're two Type A people very in a much canoe, so. which very is very much so. That's there's got to be a compromise. Yes. So mm-hmm. basically, she and I are going in circles. Meanwhile, you're like I'm on my own. I'm like, like already in another state. Yes. She's like, <laughs> I had I, and I, you know what else? I was totally while I was like kayaking, checking out my arms. I was like. Yes, uh huh. My camp is doing good because I have the guns to show it. <laughs> yeah, your your muscles. Your I muscles. do. Tiff, you know what, Tiff? It's like bringing it all home. These are like little lessons, right? Mm-hmm. We we try something. We get out of our comfort zone, just like my move to New Hampshire. Very much so. You have you're, to. You totally get out of your comfort zone, and when you're just willing, and when you just say, you know what, I'm going to take a risk. What's the worst that can happen? Right, I fall you know? over. So you you got to play that, and then sometimes when we do it, we find out, oh my gosh, I'm a kayaking savant. Who knew? <laughs> right, I could be successful at something that I wasn't sure I was would be successful at. You kind of prove yourself wrong, is what you do, which is a great feeling because it's. I mean, I I can't even tell y'all how much fun I had. I had the best time ever. I mean, we laughed and laughed, and it was. You would think it was just our own little pond, and no one else was there. We had to apologize to a few people because we were a little laugh, a little loud, and. But oh, it was so fun. And then in all of our wet gear in true New Hampshire style, because this is how you roll up here. Nobody wears makeup up here. Nobody, everybody basically walks along. And it's a little odd for me. Yeah. You wear your blendstones and your jeans or in the summertime, you wear your, your uh, Tiva sandals, your, mm-hmm. your water. I mean, everybody always constantly looks like they're going for a hike up here. And so we, we roll out of the kayaks and the swimming with wet hair and everything because we swam too. And then we went and had our Greek salad and martini at, there we go. <laughs> at Peyton, Peyton Place, Place. Mm-hmm. my new favorite haunt. But yeah, I mean, I think there are so many lessons in just the, the tiny transitions, whether it's trying in a kayak or, you know, trying a kayak out for the first time right? or moving across the country to a exactly. place you never, ever in your wildest dreams thought you might be living. There is some kind of instruction in all of that, big and little. It's like you're testing yourself. You're doing the transition, but you're testing yourself on your will, on what you can and can't do, because we all have that self-doubt. We all have it, and it's. It, I don't think it ever goes away because we can have it in different forms of different areas of our life, but we try and that's what we have to keep doing. We can't just like sit down and be like, Oh no, I can't do it. Yeah. And fundamentally it's all about saying yes. Right? It's all we, about we, saying yes. Which we is, talked about that. We, yeah. we did that show. That's a show we already did. And yeah. speaking of shows, yes, we have so many coming up we in do. the coming months that are going to rock your world, float your boat, inspire you, make you think, make you laugh, maybe even make you cry. Some in particular may really seriously make you cry. Right. But, exactly. So we're going to be interviewing a wide variety of people who have all gone through various transformations. Yes. Or, and, or going through transformations at the same Right. Time. And some of these transformations are physical mm-hmm. and some are dealing with loss, loss. Some are dealing with new ventures. Some are dealing with challenges on and on. Anyway, we're inviting you 
to sort of make sure we're still hot on your playlist and join us in the months to come as we roll out all of our new episodes uh, for the fall season of the Live After Fat Pants podcast. And you know what? Right here, I think it's a great time to pause for some station identification. Okay. We'll be right back in <laughs> two, two and, and two. two. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Wendy Willis Baldwin here doing a little shameless self-promotion for my new book, The Sisters We Were. It's my fictional debut. And if you love heroic stories about family and redemption, this is one you may want to pre-order now. On our podcast, you know, Tiff and I talk a lot about the weight of family secrets. And I do the same in my novel. It's the story of Pearl and Ruby Crenshaw, two sisters whose family secrets could not have shaped them any differently. Ruby's a runner living in Dallas and only reluctantly talking to their mother, Bertie, when she calls from prison. Meanwhile, Pearl is still living in her mother's fixer-upper and finds herself facing a line in the sand. Her weight is threatening to kill her. She's hundreds of pounds beyond the point where she can celebrate her curves or benefit from the body positivity movement. And unless she takes drastic action, her future looks dire. But when Ruby's buried rage explodes in a hilariously viral way, the mistake has life-altering consequences that throw the sisters back into living under the same roof as they try to put back together the pieces of their lives. Y'all, it's funny, cinematic, and bursting with heart. It's a story of hope and redemption that celebrates the unbreakable bonds of sisterhood, and you know that's one of my favorite topics. Anyway, Sisters We Were is available for pre-order now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and indie books. And for more information, you can check out my website, wendywillisbaldwin.com. The Sisters We Were drops January 17th. All right, we're back now. That was okay. some shameless self-promotion if I ever heard it, but, but by golly. And if you don't know what two and two is, Google it because hello. No, my God, we're Chuck Woolery. Everybody should know about everyone Love Connection. Should, I know, but everyone, some people out there may not understand that, but yeah, anyway, Google Love Connection. I can't wait for the book to come out. I know. Let's talk about the book a little bit. Okay, for a hot second. I mean, I, I don't know. What's, what's to talk about it right now? I know you have many favorite parts of the book, but what is one area that you you can just tease a little oh, bit? Oh, I know what I'll tell you. Okay. So I have this moment. This is kind of a little fun thing because I got the latest version of the ARC, which is the advanced reader copy. I got that back from my publisher, Source Books, and I got that back and they wanted me to read it and go over some of the last tiny little edits that were mm. in there. And so I had this quiet moment last weekend on Sunday where I woke up before anybody else. You were here, you were yeah. downstairs sleeping. And the house was quiet. I was just looking out at the fog over the farm and I made myself a cup of coffee, got my robe and I sat in my chair by the window and I opened a bound copy of my book. Y'all, it's cool. And it was so wild. Like I was like, seriously, am I really doing this? The the number of years that I've spent writing, writing, writing. Years. And then finally to see it presented in 3D like that, like where it's an object I can hold. And I, I can't tell you how many times I fantasized about it, like, you know, before I don't want to sound like a dork, but I mean, some people dream about climbing Mount Everest. Everest. Some people dream about debuting on Broadway or something. I mean, this is a big uh, deal. For me, it was this, it was always this. I would love to write a novel and have it be published. And it's so surreal for me and so gratifying. And it it's fun to like read even the parts like the copyright and the I mean there's like even the Library the, of Congress, like even the boring stuff to like on well, what's great is that the page they, one. Ha- they have book club 
questions. I mean, yeah. that's always fun. All rights reserved. No part of this book may be reproduced. I mean, I mean like <laughs> I'm reading everything. Okay. And then but, on, when I got in town, she, her husband wasn't here. And so she and I were in bed together, just like watching TV and, and, we were looking at the book and everything. And what was so funny is that we both got emotional when we were reading like either the author, the prologue, is that what it's called? The prologue. Prologue. No, and the author's uh, note. And, and yeah. then the author's note. And it's just wonderful, y'all. So I I mean, as her sister, I do hope that y'all go to all the platforms and pre-order. And let's repeat what those are. Just Those you know. would be Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Indie Books, and, and Bar- Books a Million. And so definitely, it's a great book. And it comes out January 17th officially. And we're planning so many fun launch parties. Yes. We're going to have a heck of a year, Tiff, because Tiff is turning 50. Ha, 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 ha. I am. Big December <laughs> well, 50. About to be welcome to the club. And then the very next month, on January 17th, my book drops. And there are a number mm-hmm. of launch parties that we're planning for the yeah. new year in cities across the United States. So I would say also check Wendy's website, wendywillsbaldwin.com and Life After Fat pantspodcast.com for all the locations of those launch parties. We welcome everyone. Send us your emails, your questions. I mean, it's just, and check also the, all the social medias because um, we definitely will have updated information throughout that. And so that about does it for today. I didn't get buried under cardboard forever. And Tiff has saved me from my moving chaos. She's up here helping me out. That's what sisters do. We're making it happen, people. We're going to be ready to churn out some fun, fun podcasts in the weeks and months to come. So we hope you'll tune in. And um, let's go drink some wine. I am down with that. All right. Later. Thank you. And be sure to tune in next time for One One Size Fits Fits All Sister Talk. Talk.